Welcome to the Creative Condition Podcast, the show where I, Ben Talon, illustrator and writer, invite people from the creative industry and far beyond to share their story of creativity, both the nature and the nurture, the chaos and the calm. Creativity is a fundamental pillar of human happiness, something I'm increasingly fascinated by and so often misunderstood. So little by little, I hope to build an archive of fascinating stories, experiences and tips to help you maximise yours. The show is supported by Illustration X. Go and take a look at their incredible global range of illustration and animation portfolios now at illustrationx.com. If you like the music for the show, go and listen to Dirty Freud over on Spotify and all good music platforms now. Today I'm joined by Agla Carolite. Agla, together with her team, has helped elevate such brands as Cooper, Design It, Fotolia, Adobe, MTV, Lebanon, The New School, Paris Telecom Incubator, Google Campus London. She works closely with brands to help them work out their strategy. And she's now about to release The Bloomerang Game, which is fascinating. And I wanted to talk to Agla about why a game, what was this unique method of divination, shall we say, to help people work out their place under the sun or work on a focused branding strategy. It's an interesting chat with someone who's travelled all around the world working with people and their creativity. Hello and welcome to the show. How are you doing? I hope you're well. I hope you're feeling good. All those beautiful spring flowers out there giving some vibrancy and some colour to a world that can feel a little grey and angry at times at the moment. I hope you're good. Big run of episodes coming up soon. So we've got too much to talk about here. But I have got some people in my um, telescopic lens that might just be the 200th episode. (laughs) So I don't want to put too much on it. I don't like putting too much pressure on numbers and anniversaries and all that stuff. Because you can end up thinking beyond the angle and the idea. Um, and more about the name, which is what I don't want to do with this show. But there's stuff coming up, there's stuff in the pipeline. I've got so many episodes in the bag and I don't want to bombard you guys with them too much, but the show is growing all the time. It's very exciting. Thank you. If you've been giving feedback, please do that as ever, at Ben Talon or at Ben Talon Pod on social. It always means a lot when you get in touch to say something kind or speak to me about a certain show it's always a big love of why i do this because i like to connect with you all so please do keep doing that hello at bentallon.com if you want to do that privately that's absolutely fine by me so what have you been up to i've been this week i've been in uh, i was in a secondary school or a high school if you're listening from america um that was fun that was hilarious there was a moment when um there were three year ten girls in the front row in this, um, you know, a big kind of sports hall type setup where I was talking about my career and about the creative industry for people primarily studying art and graphics, but it was very interesting. And three girls burst out laughing in the front row and it momentarily threw me. And when I got myself back on track and turned around, um, I went from thinking it was some in-joke I hadn't heard about or some sarcastic comment to realising that there it was, kind of, Eight foot by six foot up on the screen was a massive year mum from my book, which is what had absolutely unraveled them. And <laughs> it got worse when we got in the classroom and they started opening pages within the book and these crude illustrations of 
body parts, shall we say, and asking me to explain. So that was fun in games. But it was all good stuff. It was all good fun. And I, and I love getting in and just, you know, hoping to form a bit more of a ladder between school and the creative industry. Because let's face it, not much has moved forward in terms of knowledge of the industry. It has a little bit. So the teaching there was great and they they were way more clued up. You know, the, the very fact that illustrators and designers were getting brought in to talk about this stuff shows that there has been progress. And maybe, you know, when I was at school in the 90s, maybe that was going on at some schools, but certainly not at ours, and I had no idea about the creative industry. So that was fun. Uh, tell me what you've been up to. Come and get in touch. Always happy to do that. Uh, big thank you to the supporter of the show, as you heard at the beginning, um, Illustration X recently became a b corp which is awesome doing great things on the ethical front um i've got pretty clever coming up a studio in bournemouth who recently became a b corp and they have got some incredible stories such a great journey story behind that studio too so they're worth checking out in the meantime a little bit of homework for you um so let's get into today's guest agla carolite um agla is very interesting she works with people as a brand strategist, but also with a team of people. Um, broad range of stuff that she's going to get into today, and she's about to release the Bloomerang game, which is really, really interesting stuff. Um, and it says, whether you are creating a brand, an art piece, or simply searching for your way under the sun, Bloomerang supports all creators, no matter where you are in your adventure. Let's play. So we're going to talk about that. Why a game? What an interesting model, that's why I wanted to chat to her, what an interesting format to help people get some guardrails and some parameters in place when it comes to understanding creativity, which is, as we know, an ongoing issue. I've been writing about that in depth in the creative condition, which is nearing a first draft stage. It's a monster. Um, but it, this is a really clever format, as she's going to tell us why. Um, I hope you enjoy let us know your thoughts. And if any of you have played, get in touch and let me know because I'd love to hear some user experience. There are people's accounts of it on the website if you go and check it out over at carolite, that's spelled K-A-R-A-L-Y-T-E dot com um, forward slash bloomerang for the info on the game. So do go and have a look. I think Agla is out there now in Germany, I believe, um, doing some test runs on the game and launching it. Very exciting times for her. But I hope you enjoy this one. It's something a little different and I really love chatting to her. Um, check out the founding sponsor illustrationx.com for all their amazing illustration and animation portfolios but that all said let's get into the chat get us your feedback enjoy the show well I had a lot of freedom in my childhood I was most of the summers kind of left on my own at uh, my grandmother's who, who was very creative and she lived sort of in, like in the countryside so I was always kind of in the garden, uh, singing and chatting with the trees and fairies and all other things that I felt were around me. <laughs> and I used to love eating a lot of cherries and uh, doing like some crafts. So yeah, it was like, I think very playful and uh, freedom, full childhood um yeah also um, since i'm originally from lithuania where i grew up there are lots of lakes and uh, water here so we used to also go camping and swimming in in lakes and um 
Yeah, it, I would say, you know, it's kind of carefree, natureful um, childhood without too much expectations from my parents. <laughs> That's wonderful, actually. I was having that conversation today with my wife because I'm writing a non-fiction book called The Creative Condition at the moment. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Interesting. And I'm, I'm currently editing the chapter about the unconscious, and it's just fascinating. You know, the research I've been doing and... Um, to support mm-hmm. what I always felt instinctively about mm-hmm. the need, about the need for downtime and the need yeah. to allow whatever the sensory input is to mm-hmm. mar- to marinate and to come back through. And I find that particularly interesting childhood because we don't yet have, or we shouldn't yet have, the pressures put on us to do anything other than what you just described. Mm-hmm. When and- we're children, yes, I think so. Yeah. So did, would it be safe to say you had a lot of time to kind of explore your world and, and dream and, and feel that magic? Yeah, I think I'm still living that way <laughs> with a bit more responsibilities now, of course, to pay the bills and, you know, and, and all my team and all that. But uh, But I think that spirit with which I grew up is still alive and that curiosity that I had about everything in life I think still exists which I'm very happy about so <laughs> that's, that's really great to hear actually because the, that that's the kind of what I go on to write about is that idea of we make a fun not we but, but a lot of people make a fundamental mistake because of the pressures of exams and stability and all these kind of traps for that yeah that youthful exactly spirit i think yeah just too many people make the mistake of separating the magic of childhood with uh, from from creative careers you know and if if creativity cannot link to that then then what is it (laughs) yeah and i mean i think the same stands even if when we grow up you know and if we make always choices in life when we are adults based on stability, just, you know, and security and all that, which I I understand I needed, you know, with that, it's also difficult to be creative. You need that sort of foundation to fall back on, but it's not what should make the, the primary decisions, you know? So I think that magic, that can remain in life you know even when we are adults so as long as we have we we kind of live life um, based on that inner impulse and we don't let that impulse die or be neglected for too long you know i think you're right i started to see it as almost a a twin a twin journey you know so you have the the you know, we all we live in a capitalist society, so of course we have yeah. to pay bills and, and whatever else our constraints are. But I think if we're mindful of keeping the the, the the very pure magical line as close together with that one as we can, then yeah. we we we're probably are happier and make better decisions when it comes to creativity. Exactly, exactly, mm. exactly. So, um, could you paint us a little picture of, of where you are now? Yeah. Like uh, career-wise, you mean yeah. creativity-wise? Yeah. Uh, well, I've just launched uh, a game called the Bloomerang Game, which is designed to activate creativity. 
and it's a huge game like board game uh it has it's like 150 centimeters wide so it's like goes on the whole table and it's now we have like a tablet uh in driven control for it as well so multiple people can play at the same time and the whole idea is to just you know through this game enable people to reconnect with exactly that inner you know drive inner magic inner child whatever you want to call it you know that inner spark that really drives us in life and uh, to see you know how we can then create and move on in life driven from from that and not from you know what maybe others are expecting or wanting so it's both like a self-reflection and ideation and general kind of um creativity boostering game and it has three use cases one is for people who are still searching for their way under the sun or at the kind of trans uh, the crossroads before they want to make a transition uh, second is more um, like a brand transformation game or if you are developing a brand and want to elevate it take it to the next level and then the third use case is a team cohesiveness game so for teams who want to a bit uh, kind of harmonize and uh, calibrate better towards moving towards the same goal so that's the game uh, and it's um yeah it's kind of uh, since i've been a digital nomad for quite a few years it's a huge board but i've made it so that it packs up in a luggage so you can be also this mary poppins like character you know <laughs> Um, and yeah, I'm actually on Wednesday going to Berlin to present it at Berlin Design Week. And then I'll be going to Lisbon to present it at Lisbon Creativity Week. And then after that, I'll be going to Barcelona to also present it at some co-working spaces. So like, <laughs> lots of stuff is happening. <laughs> it's incredible. And I find, the, I find the game format really interesting. Was, was it always... Yeah. The or was this an idea you had and then it, it turned out that the game format housed the idea effectively? Uh, well, I was doing a lot of workshops in my life. Uh, I used to run a design agency when I lived in Paris. And that was at the time when I got into doing workshops and I really enjoyed it. And, you know, it took me quite a few years to perfect the workshops, I uh, was doing them on design, then about kind of branding and worked with a lot of entrepreneurs in, in Paris and London at Google Campus London, for example, where I helped them to kind of crystallize their ideas and build a branding system for them. So my workshops were always, you know, I, I love doing them and they kind of, I just kind of kept evolving them and I developed them uh, ideation tools to support these workshops. And then I was like, okay, once I developed these tools, that was kind of the output of the lockdown period. You know? I felt like um, I want to move out of the work traditional workshop format and come up with something new and different. And I've always, I 
loved also creating games, but I kind of never really put that to practice. And then I thought, okay, maybe now is the time to see if using these tools I've developed, using, you know, what I see works in workshops and what people are looking for, can I kind of just almost tear everything apart and then rebuild it in a new way? And, and that's how the game was born. The game idea was born. Um, so I was inspired by, it really came very naturally, just kind of things fell into their place and, I thought, okay, then I did a few test runs and I'm like, okay, it's working, it's working. Mm. <laughs> and then we built this big like uh, game board that um, was also very in innovation driven process because nothing like that exists. So I, we needed to come up with kind of ways to make it big, but make it portable and <laughs> make it, you know, all those <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I think, yeah, at this point that I'm happy with where we are and now I'm ready to share it with the world. So I love that. It's just very, very inspiring. And, and, and in particular, I find, so I used to live with a school teacher who was a primary mm -hmm. school, and we had many conversations about our kind of hang-ups about the education system and the, the mistakes mm, in terms yeah. of very stagnant environments where it was exactly. old school teaching. Is is there an aspect of uh, the interactivity with this game? Do you think a lot some of its power is drawn from that? Because I, I just from personal experience, when we're energized and when we're engaged with the, the topic yeah. we're learning about and the very the very thing of taking actions and being physically involved, is that a major kind of hook for this game? Yeah, exactly. Like my workshops before uh, were pretty methodological, you know, like process driven. And that's how I did it. I knew it worked. And but I felt it's like a very rigid, you know, even if there was an element of play and uh, but I still felt like that kind of step by step format is not always how people think, you know, it's like it's how I think but it's not necessarily how people think. So once I kind of said, let's just get rid of the process and even get rid of the steps that need to be done in kind of one after another, incorporate these steps, but let people do them in whatever order they want and see what comes out of that. So in other, in other words, I give them a blank canvas, I give them the tools and I let them kind of uh, connect with this life magic and, you know, and just throw a dice and see where this dice is going to take you. And, uh, and the magic does happen. Like, you know, usually people get the question or the answer to the question at the exact point when they, they're ready for it, you know? <laughs> so the, with kind of taking out the process out, like the, that rigid method, method out, but leaving sort of it weaved in, but in a way that's, uh, you know, kind of free exploration based, it makes the game be a complete playground, just like you take children to the sandbox and let them do whatever they want. You just guide them and you know, make sure they don't fall off and hurt themselves. So that's how that's the exact approach I take right now you know, with this game is that 
Bloomerang game is like a playground where I invite people in. There are tools, there's a, you know, but then they're free to, to use it in the way they want and build their dream using those tools. Mm. So, and it works. And I think once I took, sort of got to this stage that the game functions in this way, uh, it's, it's like, then the process becomes so much more individualized for people, you know, and uh, they take their time and uh, they, they sort of do things in their own way and you're just there to support them. Mm. And that's the beauty of it. So <laughs> I think that's very, very, um, very clever. I mean, yeah, that must have taken some, some real strategy from your point of view to make that work. Well, I mean, yeah, I've been doing workshops for like seven, eight years before I embarked on this, but maybe not so much strategy work, but more like taking a risk to see that maybe things can work in a very different way as well. And and just taking a risk to experiment, you know, and get the answer that way. And then I saw it works and I thought, okay, well, that's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> And what's great there too is because, you know, you said it yourself, but people arrive places, I mean, yes, in the game, but also in life, people arrive places at the right time. And I think that's exactly what I've learned is that creativity is on a unique timeline for everyone. And exactly. For some people, we can have a revelation inside a year, a week. Other people, it could be 10, 20, however many years. And it's that, you know, even your own story there of, of having to do the workshops and to, to, to sort of get there organically. Yeah. I think that's just what creativity does because it's it's the sum of our life experiences and and, and our internalization. Exactly. So, it's, so I think that's amazing that you found a way to to translate that into a game format within the you know that people can really individualize that. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, it's it's sort of a game that um, it's it's you you know that person is invited to play the game and and. and through that get the answers they need uh, and do it in a sort of supported way or like uh, there's also play it yourself version where you can kind of just come in into a bloomerang room or bloomerang pop-up experience that I, i'm trying to roll out as well and just take your time and you know and see where where you're gonna get to through this game and uh, what's the feedback been like uh well so far it's great i think people all the all people i've been talking to they do appreciate the fact that it's a new concept and it's a new uh, way of of looking at uh, you know self-reflection and and general kind of brand or career planning uh, but yet it's sort of complete because there is uh there is a process within it it's just that it's hidden <laughs> you know you don't feel it <laughs> yeah. i'm I, just starting out but uh, i'm just kind of starting to roll it out but so far you know i i think i'm getting very good feedback so that's exciting that's fantastic I mean, because the nature of creativity itself is very chaotic at times i think you know, it, oftentimes it's hard to understand because it's so based on feeling and impulse and yeah, instinct and, and the unconscious and, and all these things that 
are a bit of a nightmare to theorize. So I think that, you know, is it safe to say that a game like this provides uh, just enough guardrails, let's say, to kind of give some structure? You know, exactly, exactly, exactly. But not in the way that boxes you in or puts you in the corner. You know, I think most creative people hate that. But it does give you the structure within which you can play. And uh, yes, exactly. With yeah. creative people, we do need that. Actually, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. It's it's very fascinating because it's in this in a very similar way, but a different format. You know, writing a book like the one that I'm writing is this is this. Mm. It's very similar because I sort of sit down at my desk some days and it's like, right, okay, as the author, now I have to make sense of what I'm, you know. Yeah, yeah. Not only I'm feeling, but everyone's feeling and everyone has a different spin on it. And that's why I think it's impressive with the game that you have been able to distill that into a workable format. And it's it's a challenge in terms of a book. It's like what goes where because there are so many things that overlap within. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, but that's, I think, in the process of writing, you need to crystallize, right? And then in the process, then put things in their places. But it does make sense that in different parts of the book, you would go back to an idea you've been exploring previously, right? Just maybe from another angle. So, yeah, that's that's part of creation, <laughs> creating is, something. It is, and it's, yeah, I think it's... it's um magic um yeah you know i think there's there was i wanted to touch on the sort of the idea of booking trends and and mm-hmm. i think so you sort of talk about you know there's, there's nfts going on we've got ai now there's a real yeah you know I, I don't think we've ever been so kind of i don't know how to put it either overwhelmed or enriched with all these many technology. many technology <laughs> yeah with technology i mean it, the, the, the limitations seem to be lifting all the time but you know where in terms of brand stories mm-hmm. in some of the work you do is it part of your challenge to help people to understand just how deep to go in some of those areas and how to pull it together and make sense of that uh yeah of course uh i mean i guess my primary mission when working with brands and with people who are building sort of creating projects is is also to see well how far does the creator want to go you know because the world changes all the time there's like that this trend or that trend but um and we can leverage it and uh you know use it for our advantage to to kind of launch the project but it's also for the creator to put the boundaries of, you know, how far do you want to go in that and be associated with that? And, you know, does your project and the people for whom you've created it, does, so is that the context for, for your project, you know, or is this something completely different vibe, you know, that, um, that is not aligned with, uh, with where you are taking, you know. So if you are like a surf brand, you know, like it's sort of a yes, you can use a maybe a bit of AI and FTs, but there is a certain like, you know, distance you will have that you're not gonna kind of fully dive into that. It's just not that that sort of uh, world. So for me there's a, the the challenge is always to help creators 
yes, understand the trends, but I, but also, you know, to decide of like how far you want to ride that wave. And uh, is that the way for you or are you going to wait for something else, you know, because I believe that I'm not a me too type of mentality, <laughs> you know, like I don't bring that mentality to projects. So like uh, I help creators to always look at things in a kind of authentic way, you know, and see, well, is this aligned with what I'm trying to do and trying to create? Uh, if so, how far I want to ride that trend? Uh, and, you know, at what point I'm going to jump on something else. So I'm going to ju jump off my board, you know, because that, that's it. It's enough. So I think it's important to understand the trends, but it's also important not to get lost in them. Just because everybody else is doing it, it doesn't mean it's your way, you know, and you need to take it because if you'll try to catch it and it's not to your capacity, you're just gonna, you know, get tangled up. <laughs> so I, th I think you need to... Um, to kind of, you know, be excited, but not uh, kind of lose your mind as well. Uh, and just to be like a good surfer, you know, to just choose your ways wisely <laughs> if you want to save your energy. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to put it. And I think you you, you just, you know, authenticity is is, is probably the, the big takeaway. Yeah. I think that this is the thing as I, you know, I'm just turned 40 and, and I guess... I trust my decisions more than I ever did because that's great. Completely at peace with who I am and where I'm going and what and what gets me out of bed in the morning. Beautiful. Like, like we said before, you still have to take on certain work to pay the bills and all those things. Yeah, of course, but, that's normal. But that's that can be fun too when because ultimately when you're when you have that authenticity and you're making decisions to give life to that. Then, exactly. Then everything else, no matter how many pieces of technology or anything else, it you know if it gives life to that, then it's they become no more than tools like anything else. Exactly. 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 So exactly, you just need to see like you know what is gonna be my position towards this, and you know how I'm gonna leverage and in a way that takes me forward but not in the way that makes me get lost within mm. it you know yeah yeah become um, reliant i think we're seeing that with social media these days in that you know we it's very easy to forget that we don't own our profiles yeah and, yeah you know the change of an algorithm can can lay waste to a lot of time if we rely on them too much yeah 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 i think it's it's very important to have balance in life and even if social media and internet is, you know, it's a great platforms uh, to connect with people and keep in touch with people and build communities. It's also important to just, uh, you know, be grounded and know that, well, if this doesn't, if it stops one day, my life doesn't end, you know, that I will kind of do other things or mm -hmm. continue creating in other ways. So. It's yeah. easy to forget that. It is easy to forget that. True. It really is. Um, so moving forward, are you the kind of person who has kind of ambitious, certain ambitions? Are you responsive to, to what comes in front of you? Like to what degree do you shape your, your journey forward as a creative? 
Um, well, I think I'm now at this over the last four years, and even before, I was like very driven and you know, always putting lots of hours in, into what I do. And uh, I had a goal to finish, you know, the tools creating uh, and to finish this game. So it was a very, very intense period. Now I'm in this phase of like, I feel like uh, I've passed that milestone of, you know, of hard work with like, <laughs> like an almost tunnel vision type of a period. And I can kind of just slow down a little bit and see where life is going to take me now, you know, so not so much taking new things, but more like just sharing what I've done with people and seeing what's going to come out of that. So, you know, it's fun <laughs> at this point. It was fun when I was creating, but it was more hard work, you know. And now it's uh, it's different kind of fun and more going out into the world, I guess. Yeah, and it must be very exciting to know that you're helping people, you know, by, like you say, it's a different it's a different dynamic to a workshop where you're on person. Yeah. Yeah, to some capacity, whether it's online or or in person, just to sort of like put this thing into the world and know that it can be helping people without you needing to be there. That must be a great feeling. Uh, it's not yet there in the, in this way, but if once it will be there, yeah, it will. That's the dream is is to to kind of if it can work uh, and help people in different parts of the world, then I think boomerang is doing its mission so <laughs> yeah and is this is it a kind of is it international is it does it have a predominant language how does it work in that regard it's all in english for now you know um we'll see how it will like what's gonna be the feedback like um i do get requests from german speaking um people and like dutch you know to translate the tools into local in these languages arabic as well but i haven't gotten yet to that point I, I, so but if we'll you know scale wise it's gonna grow and and uh, so then yeah i'll consider that i think kind of um To be as uh, accessible, you know, in the world to diff to all kind of people, that's um, that was my dream when I was little as well. Like I always wanted to be kind of in the world, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll see if that's gonna happen. <laughs> How far? <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, because you, I mean, you've 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 had quite the journey. You've you've lived in a lot of places, having yeah, I've lived in eight countries. Yeah, yeah. So last four years, when I was just in one location, it was quite a new experience for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I imagine having done that, you know, you will have a good sense, regardless of the language being English. I, I imagine you will have a, a great sense of you know, the, the lessons within the game and how they transcend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like my workshops, when I was doing workshops, I was already doing them in different cities and, you know, both in Europe, in North Africa, in Middle East. So like 
I got that sense on the workshop, the workshop perspective, you know, and I kind of universalized them as much as I was able to. So game already, the game also already takes that into account, but of course it's a different format. So, you know, maybe the the way people play is also different. So we'll see. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe maybe not. I was I was a very competitive kid and this doesn't sound like a game that the game that would have me turn (laughs) board over in in fury. (laughs) No, this is a game with yourself and that's the, the hard part, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, that's the biggest competition of all. <laughs> yeah, is to get to know yourself better and see uh, how you can <laughs> be a better version of yourself, you know, first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, that's it. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, um, what's the when when you know what what's the planned schedule then for the game? When when will it be available? Um, so the game, like there is like a home edition game that you can already get on my website. Uh, so like a sort of a box with all the tools and the playbook. So that can be already, you know, bought right now online at carolite.com. And, uh, for the kind of live experience, uh, so I'll be doing on May 16th in Berlin at Factory Berlin, uh, community, which is like, uh, one of the biggest, uh, innovators and creative communities in uh, Berlin. Uh, I'll also be exhibiting in Berlin Design Week from May 10th to 13th. And then it's going to be in Lisbon from the week of 22nd to, sorry, from May 22nd to 28th, I'll be in Lisbon at Creative Hub at Prasa. There is gonna be a pop-up in sort of uh, experience and a game, I believe on the 26th. I don't remember the dates, but if you would would check Instagram account for bloomerang.game, the dates will be announced there. Uh, so this is what's coming kind of, you know, in the short term. And then as I have new dates, they will also be published on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's very exciting and I'm very, uh, yeah. very curious and impressed by the, the whole. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Brilliant. Uh, well, thank you ever so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So then, yeah. Yeah, my, my, my pleasure. Thank you so much to Agla for taking the time out of her busy schedule, travelling all over the place. I think she was in Lithuania at the time of conversation. I love talking to her. I love just varying it up and getting something new and I haven't talked to too many people when it comes to um, games. I mean, especially, you know, once you get outside of video games. So this was a, a good one. And I found that really fascinating and I wouldn't mind having a little dabble myself. So let me know if you have. Let me know what you think of it. I would love your feedback at Pentalon or at Pentalon Pod or hello at Pentalon.com if you want to hit me up privately. Um, big thank you to the founding supporter of the show, Illustration X. Check out their illustration and animation global range of portfolios now at illustrationx.com. Hit them up on socials at We Are Illustration X. Loads of good stuff coming up. We've got Tom Hodgkinson, founder of The Idler, with Kieran Lewis, graphic designer, talking about many, many things coming up. 
We've got Stephanie Powell-Baxter, dancer, who has worked as a choreographer on Strictly, and she dances in the West End. We're going to be getting into physical activity and dance. And along those lines, we've also got Alex Pastor-Judica coming up um, for a global level, world championship level in judo, talking about flow states in fight sports and that mentality. Apologies, that's sloppy. And um, crossovers between that and the arts is really, really interesting stuff. So I'm not going to prattle on too long. I hope you've enjoyed this one. Get us your feedback. Please do. I'd love to hear. And if you get a chance, please do support the show by spreading the word, dropping a review, either on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you want to do that, please do it. It really helps. And subscriptions are really valuable too. So I would love it if you could do that. And get in touch. Best places are either on Instagram or LinkedIn on social media. They're my two most prominent social channels like i said on the email hello at pentalon.com uh take care guys have a great week stay creative <laughs>